can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Another episode of Through the Lens. I am back. This is Darren with Tracy. Yay! And what are we reviewing today, Tracy? We're reviewing Amsterdam. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard of this movie. You seem somewhat excited to see it, probably because of the cast. Yes, everybody is in this movie. Before we go to that, let's give people some details up front rating, length, and credit scene. The rating is R. Which is kind of weird. Didn't really have any cursing or, I mean, it had some kind of bloody type stuff, but not really. Yeah. The length is two hours and 14 minutes. And there is not really any credit scene. There's like a little clip at the early part of the credits where they kind of at the beginning of the movie, they say this is sort of based on real life events and they kind of showed you probably the one piece that kind of is sort of maybe based on reality. Yes. But once you see that, you can go. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so do you want to go with who's in this or what the heck this movie is? Okay, so first, this movie is directed by David O. Russell. Not familiar with his work, Tracy. What has he done? He's done American Hustle. He's done Silver Linings Playbook. He's done The Fighter. Um, I think I've avoided all those movies. Does he have a thing? Like, does he have a, sh a shtick, or do you know it's a mov his movie when you see it? Well, he likes working with the same people. He likes working with De Niro. He likes working with um, a couple of the older actors that were both in The Fighter and in American Hustle. I think Christian Bale was in American Hustle. Um, yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale was an American, and Bradley Cooper. But does I mean, he have like doves that come out of the back of trench coats or some sort of, sort of a signature director move? Or is it just, did you know it was his movie? Would you know this is his movie by watching it? Or is it just? I think so, because sometimes the plots of his movies aren't straightforward. There's a lot of extra stuff thrown in. So this movie is set, I guess, in the period between World War One and World War Two. Is that fair? 1930s, yep. And uh, it follows three main characters who are on the poster. Yep. Who are on some sort of weird mystery caper journey. Is that fair? Two, two war veterans, Christian Bale and John David Washington, and a nurse played by Darren's favorite, Margot Robbie. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> He's got the smile. That made the movie go for me, you know? Yeah. So anyway, um, she's Harley Quinn, in case you don't know. Right. So those are the three main characters, but there's a lot of other people in this movie. When you, this is, I thought this was going to be more like capery, because it had like a lot of people in it. So name some more famous people in this movie. Chris Rock played himself. I mean, not literally, but. Right. Michael Shannon, Taylor Swift, Mike Myers, who doesn't do a lot of movies anymore, Timothy Oliphant, Zoe Saldana, Rami Malek, Anya Taylor-Joy. Dude, she just looks weird. Yeah. Yeah. She was an X-Men, by the way. Sorry. Right. And then Robert De Niro, of course. Uh, yeah. Who was the detective? 
He looked familiar. Michael Shannon. Oh, no, no, no. Alessandro Nivola. Do I know him? He looked familiar. And then this guy, Matthias Schoenarts. Okay, maybe I don't know him then. He was maybe in a TV show or something I saw. No, he was in... Django. Oh, he was in Old Guard. Old Guard. That's what I know him from. That's yep. a Netflix movie. So anyway, um, I don't know. What can we say about this movie that it's kind of like a mystery, but it's... It's like a mystery and a caper, sort of. It's really an odd tone. It's kind of yeah. funny, quirky, but it's kind of serious. Yeah. Am I missing that? No, it's... There were really funny bits in the movie. Yeah, like, and not like funny, like, well, actually, it was some kind of slapstick, literally. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not a comedy, but it's quirky. I mean, it almost felt like, like a, who's the guy who did, um, like, the the Jacques Cousteau parody and all, with Bill Murray, all those movies that are kind of funny. Wes kind Anderson. Of, kind of felt a little bit like that. Yes. Where it's funny, but not funny, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's, is that a bad comparison? I don't think that's a bad comparison. I just... You gotta just stay with it. I think there is a payoff in this movie. I felt okay, so I felt like the plot was interesting. It kind of built up to probably be more than it was at the end. Yeah. Like you're waiting for like this super huge, cool reveal, and it does get revealed. Yep. And it does get buttoned up nicely. Yes. But I felt like, oh, that was it. Well, not in a bad way, but it wasn't like as like. Uh -oh. There are two two groups of people and you're not quite sure what to make of them actually the, the acting in this movie for all the stars in it is so bizarre and i don't know if it was on purpose but like you never knew who was good, good. and who was bad yes the two groups of two people it, it goes beyond that even too like every single yeah. person you talk to is a little bit weird and you're like are they weird because they're weird or are they weird because they're bad Exactly. And that made me uneasy the whole movie, which is probably by design. I was like, who is good and who's bad here? Yeah, you're right. You are guessing a lot about what's this person going to do? Is this person on the side of good or evil? And what's their agenda? But it happens with everybody. There's very few characters in this movie that it doesn't happen to. Yeah, I mean, everyone, but probably the three main. Three, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, and even one of them, I'm not sure about some of the time. Yeah. Um, all right, so we need to talk about Christian Bale. Yeah. Christian Bale is the new Daniel Day-Lewis. He is a super method actor. Yes. He plays uh, a veteran who has, I think, I don't think this is a spoiler, he lost his eye, so he has a glass eye, which <laughs> they do too much with. Like, it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, they do a lot with the glass Come on, eye. guys. <laughs> Come on. So anyway... Uh, he has like a, I guess it's a Jersey, New York accent. Yeah. Which is not his real accent. Right. His so, accent was really good. It seemed pretty good. And, yeah. his, and his mannerisms definitely changed as the movie went on. Yeah. Uh, do you think it was a great acting performance or a too over-the-top acting performance? I thought his performance was great. I thought a lot of people's performances in this movie were pretty good. I was on the fence with him. I'm like, I, I'm buying it, but it's almost too much. I think it, you think it was too much because of the eye thing. That's that probably was fair. Like the shtick. 
Yeah, it's like, come on, man. You don't need to pop out this poor dude's eye like every 15 minutes. Yeah. By the way, it is, I think we alluded to this earlier. The only re- reason this movie is rated R is we talked about veterans being injured. There's some scenes where they show some pretty gross war injuries. Yeah. And I don't think this is maybe why I got rated R, but his, his glass eye does pop out like all the freaking time. Yeah, it pops out all the time, and he's always asking his buddy, John David Washington, to make sure it's in right. Yeah, I mean, I just... <laughs> I'm not sure what the whole shtick with that was. Like, is it social commentary or they just think it's know. really funny? I don't know. I, I, I thought he was good. I mean, I also thought Anya Taylor-Joy was great. She is just creepster in every movie I've ever seen her in, including the X-Men movie that nobody saw where she was uh, um, magic, really, on a Rasputin. Okay. She was also creepster there, too, but she's just yeah. a weird, she was weird. And I thought Mike Myers was good, too. Mike Myers, when he stops trying to create his own zany yes. um, Austin Powers type characters, is actually pretty decent. Yeah. He just can't do that the whole movie, I guess, anymore. Yeah. And I don't want to overplay his role. It was pretty small. It was small, but I thought he was good. And Rami Malek, of course, is always good. And Okay, so he plays basically himself in every movie, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's him, but he plays the same kind of shtick. I mean, this is the same guy as the Bond villain, like the same affect. And I same. thought so, too. It's like, is that just I what he does so now? I thought so, too. Like, I want to see a movie where he just, like, shows so much personality and warmth. I don't know if he can do that or not. But. Yeah, but, again, you don't really know, like, what side his character's on. Oh, no, I mean, it, it yeah. fit for this movie, but they're almost like, hey, we need a guy who can just do this affectless acting. Yeah. Hey, I saw the Queen movie. Let's have Remy Malik. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I thought De, and De Niro did, dialed it down. So in his, I don't know, old age or whatever you want to call it, like, he's gone way over the top. Like, he's a parody of himself. Yes. And I think he kind of went back to, like, normal De Niro. Yeah, he was good in this movie. He was good in this movie. So what did you think about the plot? I kind of intimated that the ending was good, but not as wowy as I thought. Um, I thought the plot, it kind of built to something because it was a little slow at first. Um, but I, once it got going and once, you know, they're at the climactic scene, you know, everything's like hit it. Everything's going to hit. Um, there was there was so much quirkiness between the characters and, and, and the eye. And I just think it kind of interrupted the plot device. How about that? Yeah, I think you're right. And the other thing that kind of... It did, distracted you a little bit. And I'd also be interested to see what people's thoughts are about... Tracy mentioned this director goes out of order sometimes. So they did do a pretty lengthy flashback to sort of establish the relationship between some characters. And that might have been padded by about 15 minutes to yeah. me. Like, it was fine, but, like, I got it. Y'all yeah, are friends we, now. Yeah, we, we got it. We don't need to see you dancing for 50 hours. I mean, okay. I, I got to tell you, though, I thought, like, the title... I was expecting a little more than what the title actually was. I thought... I feel like I missed something. Like, the title meant something more than what I... What it did in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, there's something about Amsterdam that I didn't get. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it was, like, a code name of something or... No, it's just a city, apparently. Maybe we missed it. Yeah. But for once, we both missed it, and not just me being so literal that I missed it. Yes. um, So the title's a little misleading. I don't know what else I would have called it, but, I mean, it's it's fine. Um, It did have some... 
This movie has some social commentary to yeah, it. Yeah, it did have some social commentary for so sure. I'm going to step aside because I'm not what you call like deep in this stuff, but do you feel it was like <laughs> appropriate or heavy handed or too deft? Um, and you can just pass if you want. I don't know because like I don't know what the state of affairs was in the 30s about the commentary that you're speaking on. Yeah. But I can only guess that it wasn't good, but they never showed it that it wasn't good. They just talked about how it wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, and I'll and just put a I'll put a fine point on it. I mean, obviously, we talked about John David Washington and Christian Bale. One of them's African American, one of them white. Not a very color blended society back in the '30s, so they kind of hit on that. And I think that's probably historically accurate, but it just seemed like a little bit of like they were best friends, and then um, John David Washington and Margot Robbie were like the couple. Because Christian Bale was married. Yeah, I just they they, had, they made a lot of points about that. Like, and yeah. I and I realize it's accurate. I'm not being naive. I'm just like, did they they really threw in a lot of random people saying horrible things? <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad they said it, and they didn't like show a lot of violence about it. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, I I don't know if this was like honestly, I don't know if this was sugarcoating how it would would have been to live back then, or it was just hitting us over the head, because I can't imagine that would have been a cool right. thing, even for Christian Bale and John David Washington yes. to be. Yeah, and they were, like, hugging on each other a lot, too, like, you know, best buds do, and I don't think that would have happened back then either. The other thing is they did touch on the black soldiers wearing French uniforms, and I'm sure that probably happened. Um, they... It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't heavy-handed. They just mentioned it, and they were done. Yeah, the interesting thing is this movie has that angle, and this is why I wanted to bring it up. It kind of makes the point about kind of race relations stuff, but it's not a race relations movie. No, it's the not. The plot is completely different. Yeah. That's why I didn't know what you felt about. Like, was it cool to have that in there? I mean, obviously, it's accurate, or is it just detracting from, like, the plot? Because it, it's not a movie about how they discovered racial harmony. That just kind of is part of it. What's going right. On. I don't think it distracted from the plot. I don't think, I think if they would have shown a lot of violence because of their relationship, that would have been heavy handed. Gotcha. Yeah. It just seemed like some not nice things said, but it wasn't yeah. like the whole movie. Right. That's why I just couldn't figure out. We talked about this movie's kind of quirky. Like I didn't know what direction I was trying to go. Yeah. Is it a whodunit? Is it a political commentary? Is it a historical movie? I mean, it just had a lot of, is it just an acting Exposition, you know, just that's what I think it doesn't know what it wants to be, and it's a little bit of everything, right? And and the main character that you find, um, that this movie was about at the beginning of the credits, I want to do some research, I want to find out, like, if if there were these people that sort of helped him. The, the true irony being that yeah. that character that it might be based on probably had three minutes of screen time. He had more than three minutes. It was very much like Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men where you felt like he was in it a lot, and I bet it was three minutes. I could be wrong. Um, I'm betting it was more like ten minutes because <laughs> the scene, the scene at, at his house was probably three minutes. Okay. It was not long. 
Yeah, it wasn't like for, long the, for the fact that the only historical clip was about the one guy who was barely in it, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so who's going to like this movie, Miss Tracy? Huh. Well, um, I think, I, I don't really know. I mean, if you're a fan of David O. Russell, you know, the movies that I mentioned at the, t at the top of the review, you'll probably like this movie and you'll get it. This movie is not for everyone. Everyone is not going to get it. Some people are going to... When she says get it, it's not like the normal Darren didn't get it because it's trying to tell you something you can't figure out. Like right. you will, Everyone will figure out what this movie is trying to say. Yes. You just might not like it. Correct. Like it's not way over your head. Anyone can figure it out. It, it takes a... And I don't mean figure it out like predict the ending. I mean like there's no like hidden mystery that Darren... It's just not... Um, what was that movie that I just didn't get? Oh, it's not like Nope. Yeah, it's not I, like I have nope. no idea what's going on with Nope still to this day, even though I've read about it. But you will know what's going on with this movie. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard. It's hard to wrap your arms around it, and I never say that. I'm going to go back to my earlier comparison, which most movie fans might punch me in the face, but I think it's a lot like that Paul... Is it Paul Thomas Anderson? Who's the guy who did... Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. I think it's a lot like those movies with a, with a taper historical action uh, not action but it's got kind of a funny quirkiness to it 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 really does and i think um you know despite the the oscar winners that are in this movie christian bale rami malek and and robert de niro um you know i think the movie stands on its own but it's i think it's an acquired taste I think it's interesting. It's an interesting movie. It's definitely not for high school kids, probably just because they'll be kind of bored. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I would not predict this is going to get any Oscar nominations. But I think it's that kind of movie where it's it's kind of quirky and weird, and it's got a smaller adult population who who really like it. Uh, I I disagree with you. Really. I disagree with you about the Oscar nominations just because of, of who the director is and how many he's had. I, if you ask me who's going to get nominated, can't tell you that. But I do believe that there were really some strong, um, some strong acting. Do you think this is going to get a Best Picture nomination? Oof. Well, here, let me step on my soapbox here. Because there are 10 now, so you can fit any Marvel yeah, there, movie. There are, there are 10, and I think it probably will. Yes, let me just say that. I, I think it will. Bold prediction. I, I think it will. I do not know this game. In fact, I pretty much lose every competition Tracy and I have on Oscars, but... If I was going to pick an actor, I guess I would have to go Christian Bale because he's so method and he like, you know, he, he has the accent, he kind of has the body mannerisms of someone who's been injured. Yeah, I mean, you know, this movie is is designed to get people to the theaters because of all the people that are in it. Um, it's like a funny murder on the Orient Express. Yes, it's an ensemble piece. Like it's quirkier and funnier than that but yes and it's also it's also like it's kind of like a knives out with all the weird people and all the 
quirkiness of the characters. It's like Knives Out, but not mm-hmm. as much like Knives Out, and I, I'm sure there are flaws, but it fit together pretty perfectly. Yeah, it really did. This doesn't have that level of complexity. It doesn't have flaws. It just doesn't have that level of pieces that are moving around matching. I mean, it, it cries a little bit, but it's not as... I don't, I don't get your hopes up that you're going to go find like the twistiest whodunit of all time, which, by the way, they're going to ruin Knives Out because they're going to do like five more of them now. Yeah, and they're all going to be on Netflix when they should be in the movie theaters. It's like making um, Seven a sequel or something. You know, it's like you don't make a sequel to a movie like that. But anyway, um, okay, we talked a little bit about who's going to like it. What do you rate this movie, Tracy? The pain. The pain, because I really don't know. Um, you know... I'm going to give this movie, I think I'm going to give it an eight. And here's why. I'm one of those suckers that goes to see a movie for the people that are in it. I don't care what the reviews say. I'm all about character, motivation, and, and the type of movie that it is. And this movie, even though I feel it could have been made better... It, it does have the elements of, you know, comedy, seriousness, and um, you escape. So I always explain my answers. I am deducting a half a star because of the <laughs> eye thing, because it was just maybe creeped out. And I didn't think it was necessary. They did that a little too much. It was like, and I don't know if it's, I just felt like I was kind of making fun of people who have a glass eye. It's like, come on, man. I mean, and then, so I'm detracting for that. But I am raising it a star because I originally did not like the acting performances so much until you and I discussed it. And now I'm like, oh, it did have a purpose because you really didn't know if they were good or bad. Like I couldn't figure them out and it was making me mad. And now I realize that that's actually made the movie more enjoyable. So I'm going 725. 7.25. Not 725. That's reserved for Marvel movies. (laughs) Okay. I did enjoy this movie. Um, It's a little weird. And it, it didn't try to be more than it is. I, it is what yeah. it is. It didn't try to be more than it is. I'm just not sure it knew what it was. If if it tried to be more than what it was, it would have gotten lower scores. Yeah. It, it's it, it's a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think it, it'll definitely spark some conversations, much like we're having now. So yeah. I would say it's probably a decent date movie. It's not too... There's nothing offensive for that. It's got some love hopefulness in it you can go with somebody you're trying to impress um when can people see this movie at Le strand at the strand theater <laughs> the movie can be seen um friday night 5 and 8 45 saturday 1 4 45 and 8 30 and sunday 1 and 4 45 and do you we're in this weird time of the year where I live in fear. Uh, what might we be reviewing next? We do even know. Or is there something? Well, this movie is going to be playing 10-7 through 10-9. The movie that comes up after that is Halloween oh, Ends. Gosh. Let me guess. They're going to like kill him, cut his head this off, and is come the back. Ve- this <laughs> is the very last one. And... I wanted to see this other movie because I actually finally saw a trailer for it, but we might not review it. What's the other movie, the, the counter-programming movie that you have here right now? Oh, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Like, she's telling me about this movie and it sounded ridiculous, but uh, 
it's got like this CGI alligator. It looks kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, now, I guess he's a crocodile. It's, there's books. Um, yes. And I'm, I'm reading to the kids at the Delaware County District Library for story time. So that'll be fun. Are you reading this book to them? I'm reading the book to them. And you're like, then go see the movies, kids. Why read when you can watch it on TV? Uh, I do have to say one more thing while I have you. Yeah. I just saw the second trailer for Black Panther. Yeah. Did you see it? No. What? I haven't seen it yet. I kind of want to pause this and make you watch it because it is so good. The first one just got me. This one won't give you the feels as much, but it gives a pretty sweet, like, full-on view of Namor. And for a comic book geek, my head exploded. Okay. So you are going to get Black Panther, right? Yes, we are getting Black Panther. That's all I care about at this point. We're getting Black Panther, and a couple other things are coming up. After Halloween ends, we'll get Black Adam and Ticket to Paradise. Um, and then Black Panther comes like a couple weeks after that. Would you say you've got two tickets to paradise? Sorry, that was bad. All right, we will hopefully see you next week on Through the Lens. <laughs>